Today's episode, me and the guys are going to take a deep dive into COVID-19 and possibly talk a little sports towards the tail end. We will also be answering all the listener questions to end the show. Hope you guys enjoy. Welcome to the Sip and Serve Podcast. What's up, everybody? My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rolski, and I am the host of the Sip and Serve Podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. Thank you all for listening to the first episode. Trust me, it's been a long, long time coming. Before we get started tonight, I wanted to give a shout out to Jay Tibbet for making our intro and outro music and Gary Cheadle for designing our logo. Both of these gentlemen have played a huge part in getting the ball rolling for us and me and the guys really can't thank you guys enough for what you have done. Right now, without further ado, I want to introduce a couple guys that are sitting right beside me. The guy to my right is our producer and editor. He goes by the name of Corey with a K. Not a C. Corey, go ahead and let him hear your voice. Hey, y'all. Nice, nice. I like that. Short, sweet, to the point. Not bad. And uh, now I want to introduce the guy sitting across the table from me, my main man, DG. Take it away, brother. Hey, everybody. This is, uh, I guess you'd call me a co-host. Um, yeah, I'm... You know, I feel like Rolski, you're kind of the talent on this show. You're the you're the guy that's putting the asses in the seats. That's not true at all. But uh, you know, I feel like I'm just kind of out here pre-game. This you know, the stands are full. The fans showed up early. They're just they're just ready for you to hit bombs, and I'm just throwing you batting practice. I mean, that's really my my role here. But yeah, man, uh, it has been a long time coming, hasn't it? We've been uh, talking about getting this thing rolling for at least, at least five years. I mean, we've been kicking this can around for quite some time. <laughs> I mean, I think kind of, to my recollection, you know, I know you like podcasts. You're a big podcast guy. And Every so, single day. So am I. I, I. I like a good podcast. And I think kind of the way this all started was about five years ago, I was listening to a podcast and I just thought, you know, how much fun would it be if... If, you know, one of my buddies and I started one of these or what if one of my buddies started one of these and then, you know, I was could listen to it every week. And, I you know, so then that just got me thinking, like, who uh, who of the guys I know would be good having their own podcast would be a good podcast host. And you're the first dude that came to mind. And I think it was like the very next weekend we were hanging out and I was just like, dude, you need to start a podcast. And it wasn't even a we conversation it was like you definitely need to start a podcast and then we you know you and i just started kicking around ideas yeah yeah and then we could do this and then we could you know we could talk about this type of stuff and then we could we could bring guests on and we could do this and that and i don't know like from there just kind of evolved and we got we got more and more serious about it but we never actually i don't feel like we ever actually made any moves you know it was all just ideas floating around in the air we had so many ideas floating in the air, like you said. Um, how many times did we bounce off the title of the podcast? I mean, honestly, I could think of probably that one day I texted you while you were at work. You, mu- you must have been in study hall or something. You're just bored. 
and I'm sitting back there at my work and I'm just flinging ideas at you back and forth, back and forth. I guarantee I sent you 25 titles and you were like, no, I don't like it. No, not good. No, good. And I was like, okay, you give me a few. So you flung a few at me and I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah. No way, dude. Like, yeah. There is no way in hell for David, our podcast that. <laughs> so we argued for, you know, the first few years about what we wanted to do. Oh yeah. I mean, the, the title, you know, like the content, what are we going to talk about? What, you know, what types of stuff are we going to talk about? Are we going to have any guests on? What kind of, and then like once we kind of had in a good idea, what we wanted the podcast to be, like what we wanted to kind of talk about and the direction we wanted to go, then it became a matter of, well, we need the hardware because we don't have any of the, the tech stuff. So that's kind of where we came to a pause and it was just like, okay, well, we can't actually make anything until we have the right setup. Exactly. And, so, and then that, you know, that, that was like a six month process probably, if not longer. Oh, well, before we get into the hardware, we had, um, the title picked out before we even thought about buying anything. I remember I was over at my buddy Clint's house and me and him were drinking a few beers, and I was actually drinking liquor, if you can believe that. I don't drink a whole lot of liquor, so I was I was pretty liquored up. Oh man! And I was we were sitting on the tailgate of a truck, and I pitched this idea to him. I said, "Clint, I got it." He goes, "What?" He had no idea what I was thinking about. I was like, "I got it." He's like, "What do you have?" I said, "The Sip and Serve Podcast." He goes, "What do you mean?" And I just I just threw him all my ideas, and it. it probably took me 15 minutes just to feed him everything I had in mind. And he's like, dude, you should totally do that. I'm like, yeah, sounds good. Don't it? So I got a hold of you. I sent you all the texts and you were like, I like it. I was like, let's do it, dude. I love it. Let's that, do it. That was the best feeling in the world when our heads finally stopped clashing and we were just like, we agreed on something. It was freaking amazing. Yeah. It was like, uh, I don't know, it was like Steve Jobs and that other guy when they were like selling all those Apple computers or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, yeah it was like one of those moments where everything clicked. It was like, okay, we got it. We got our idea. Now let's just go and make it happen. So from there, we had our idea. And in my mind, you got your idea. But before you want to produce content, I, in my head, I wanted to get a logo out there. I wanted people to know what the sip and serve was about. It's like if you hear us talking, the sip and serve podcast, you can be like, man, what are they doing? Are they just drinking? What are they serving? Are they serving food? Like, what are they doing? So I wanted to make a logo up. So I got on the internet. I found this guy. He made me a logo. It's a long process, but uh, as you, if you guys are listening to this, you can you've seen our logo. It's pretty sweet. It it's is, basically man. just we're kicked back in our chairs with a mic in our face, few beer bottles around, and we're sipping on cold beer or cold liquor, doesn't matter, and we're serving you guys the hottest content out there today. I mean, basically, it's just some guys getting together. Exactly. It's basically what we would be doing on a Friday night anyway, Yeah, but now we're just hitting the record button on the whole thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're Absolutely, just, dude. And it's working out. I mean... We've done uh, on Friday nights before we got our equipment, we'd, we'd gather on a Zoom meeting and we'd just practice. I mean, we're not professionals. This isn't a professional podcast. 
I mean, these are just three guys getting together. We put our money together. We bought some equipment. Actually, we bought some pretty badass equipment. We got a nice, we got a pretty sweet setup here for, you know. For, for a couple guys getting together, just throwing money out there, having no idea what we're doing, we got some badass shit. I'm serious. We spent a lot of money on this stuff, so hopefully it sounds good to you guys because we think it sounds amazing. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I feel pretty cool here sitting in my, my headphones talking into this mic. I mean, if nothing else, it's going to be a good time for us. Yeah. I mean, even if, even if the, if the listeners don't like it, which they might not, but some people might love it. But I mean, us three are just here to have fun. I mean, we're not making any money off this. We're giving our time just to have fun and try to put some content out there. And hopefully during this time that we're going through, we can, uh, Turn your frowns upside down, put a little smile on your face, maybe uh, make you laugh a little bit. Yeah, just give you something fun to listen to, you know, something a little different. But like Clay was saying, I mean, this is not a perfect, we are not professionals. If you if you want a professional podcast, then go listen to the Joe Rogan experience or, yeah. you know, some other some other popular, you know, just check out the iTunes top 10 or whatever, because that ain't, that ain't us. No, that is not us. And by the way, if you hear something that you don't think is true on this podcast, don't fucking fact check us because we're not spitting facts. We're just bringing everything off the dome. If it's not true, uh, just act like we didn't say it because you're, we're. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're going to hear a lot of, well, what I heard and yeah. I think I read somewheres and yeah, we're, we don't I'm, know. We I'm don't, not, we're not experts of anything. I'm not sitting here in my free time during the week and looking up facts on the internet. I'm writing down topics that you guys can send in to us if you want if you guys want to hear us talk about it, send us in some topics. But what we do is we're literally what's trending in the world today? COVID-19 and the sports being canceled, right? So, our episode today, we're going to take a deep dive into COVID, and actually we're going to do that right now. And I want to throw out a few statistics. Now, I did look these up, so you can fact check, but they're probably wrong because it changes every day. It's whatever. It'll give us something to talk about. Exactly. So we're going to take a deep dive into COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus, and we're going to blame that on China. <laughs> uh, the United States has 1.4 million confirmed cases right now. 233,000 Americans have recovered from the virus, and 83,000 have died from the virus. That's just in our country, Dylan, not in the whole world. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, if you add up the world, I mean, this, this, this is a global pandemic. This is not just in the United States. I'm sure everybody knows that, but this is global. Right, yeah. It started in China. All the way over in China. Yeah, man, uh, I know that. The situation is serious in here in America, but I know that <clears throat> there's a lot of other parts of the world that have been a lot harder hit that are being a lot harder hit currently. I know Italy was just terrible. I don't know what the death rate was over there, but I it was don't fact check me. Yeah, don't but, fact check me either. Um I mean you're comparing Italy to the United States, that's like comparing, I don't know, a baby bluegill to a huge catfish. I mean, take yeah. it for what it's worth. If you know what I mean, you talking about size or population? Both. Oh, yeah. Well, you're right. I on, mean, because I, I, I think I read something about Italy being the size of the state of Michigan. Right. Is that true? I mean, 
I, Italy's not a big country. No. I mean, yeah, it might. And yeah, they all, sounds, I also heard they all live like close together, like apartment buildings. Like That's the whole that could country. Very, that could very well be. I also heard that uh, the death toll over there was a lot higher uh, because they have a lot more elderly. Yes, old people. Yeah, yes. they got a much, a much denser elderly population than we do. But I guess what I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, it was a lot. Situation was a lot worse in Italy because a much higher percentage of Italians got the got the virus or passed away because of the virus than the the percentage of Americans. I guess what I'm trying to say. So we take your guys' listener questions, and we usually do that towards the end. But one of my buddies. Brent sent this to me, and it falls into the COVID-19 category. So, Dylan, I'm going to read this question to you, and I'm going to have you answer it for me. How have you handled and what have you been doing during the social distancing regulations? Yeah, so I guess first of all, uh, I've just been following the guidelines, you know, doing what I've, doing what I've been told to do. Um, I've been staying put. I've been trying to avoid large crowds. Um, if I go out in public, I wear a mask and I've noticed that here recently, it seems like a lot more people are wearing masks in public. I noticed like back in late March, early April, it didn't really seem like there was many people out there wearing masks, but I feel like here lately I've seen a lot more people wearing masks. But anyway, I've been doing that. And the other thing I've been doing is just, I've been buying so much shit online. Just so much unnecessary shit. You're like my wife, dude. Yeah. There's an Amazon box on our back porch every other freaking day when I get home from that's, work. That's me. That's me at our <laughs> What house. have you been ordering? Just <laughs> this, that. I mean, anything you can think of. I realized it became a problem. I realized that it had become a problem. I think I know what you're going to say here. When I got a box from Pottery Barn, okay? Oh, shit. And it was something that I ordered from Pottery Barn. Now, I've never been in a pottery barn. I've never wanted to buy anything from a pottery barn. But I guess on one of these quarantine days, I went on such a deep dive. Somehow I wound up on a pottery barn website. I had a $25 gift card from a birthday like six years ago that I, <laughs> excuse me, that I hadn't used. And so I'm on pottery barn. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to find something that I can spend this $25 gift card on. Well, one thing I've kind of picked up on, you know, started doing since this whole thing started was I started meditating more. So I'm, I'm into meditation now. Are you serious? I, I kid you not. So you sit down in Indian style. Well, I tried to, I tried Indian style for like the first three days. I just can't, man. It's not comfortable. So do you, do you get down on your knees? Sometimes I just sit in it. I, I get sit on the couch and I just, my feet are on the floor. Sometimes I sit on the floor. Okay. But. When I think of meditating, hear me out. I mean, I'm, I know it might not be comfortable. I've never tried it. So I'm thinking you're sitting down like a little kid in preschool class in your Indian style, and you hold up your hands like out like you're flexing, kind of, but not really. And you, you're you holding them like you're getting like ready. You're, to, like you're pinching something. Yeah, or I was going to say you're puffing on a cigarette, but whatever. So you're holding your fingers out like that. Am I right? I mean, no, that's not how I personally do it. But I see people like on movies and TV and stuff doing that. I'm it's, sure there's people out there that do it that way. But so you don't hold your hands out? No, nah, man. So I don't. Okay. I don't hold Go my ahead. hands out. I was just asking. Yeah, I don't hold my hands out. I don't. 
you know, say om or any of that stuff. Like I just, it's basically like five to 10 minutes where you just, you're pretty much like, you just try to shut your mind off, focus on your breathing in and out, in and out, empty your head of all other thoughts. So you're not meditating. You're taking a light snoozer. I mean, whatever you, it's called a nap with your eyes, eyes closed, but you're not actually falling asleep. Yeah, brain break, whatever you want to call okay, it. Okay, I like that. But anyway. Do you listen to music or anything, or you use silence? Well, I got an app that I use, and so there's background. It's not music, but it's like background noise. Soothing? Well, on a rainy day, they have like a rain sound. So if it's raining outside, I'll put the I rain was, sound I was on. getting ready to ask you that. Yeah. So like ocean waves, maybe? They got ocean waves how about, on there. How about a little thunder? They do. Oh, That's, they got thunder with see, the rain. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. If it's if it's like sunny and the blue skies outside, it don't make any sense. What about the rain uh, maybe like a bird chirping? Bird chirping. Yeah, God, I'm all over it. Yes, dude. dude. I'm on your page. Did you, or did you co-write the app? Is what I'm what I'm, <laughs> what I'm trying to ask. Little do you know, that's how we bought the fucking <laughs> equipment. Yeah, I created an app for meditating. Yeah. So anyway, sorry, I got a little off topic there. So anyway, I started meditating. Yeah. So I'm on the Pottery Barn website. Yep. And I find this this little rug, and I thought, damn, that rug would be perfect for me to meditate on. Oh, shit. You bought a rug to sit on? I, so I, bought, I used my $25 gift card. But you said you card. don't sit. Do you just put your feet on it? If I sit on the sofa, I put my feet on it. Oh, if boy. I sit on the floor, then I just sit right on the uh, rug. But it's rolled up. It's in the, it's in the corner of the, the living room. It's my meditation rug. Can you have your wife send me a Snapchat of you meditating next time? Absolutely. All right, I'd love to see that. I'll send you a snap of the rug later tonight if you want. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, man, that's... Not really, but go ahead. Just following the guidelines and just buying way too much, way too much unnecessary stuff online. So that's that's how I've been handling the virus. Just trying to stay in a positive headspace because, you know, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of negativity around this whole thing. So i just been trying to take care of myself and... uh Spending way too much unnecessary money. What about you? Well, uh, my life hasn't changed a whole lot since this has started. I mean, my work is considered essential. So I never, you know, I never got laid off or lost my job because of this. Um, I've been going to work every day, living the same life, waking up same time, getting home from work the same time. Uh, my schedule hasn't changed much. I mean, I go to work, I come home, run on the treadmill, take a shot. I mean, it's it's the same thing. I mean, I, I haven't changed much. But the weekends, that's what really kills me because I'm a weekender. I like to get down on the weekends. Like when I get home from work, Friday night at 5 o'clock, I'm cracking open a beer. I feel I, like anybody that knows you knows that. Yeah, I'm a weekender. So from Monday to Thursday, I tell all the people at work, Thursday at 4.30, is my weekend. I said, you guys, I mean, yeah, I come to, I come to work Friday, but I looked at, I said, look me in the eyes. How many of you can say that you bust your ass on a Friday at work? And they're all like, yeah, I guess you're right. I said, so your weekend starts Thursday at four 30. Cause when you wake up Friday morning, you're in a good mood. You're ready to go to work. You're ready to get the day over with. You're ready to get home and you're ready to do whatever you want to do for two days. Absolutely. So I get home from work in the, during the pandemic and I crack a beer and I sit at the kitchen table because I, I'm not supposed to be going anywhere. So for, you know, however long it's been, my life has consisted of coming home, cracking a beer, sitting at the kitchen table, putting in a frozen pizza and sitting there with my wife. She's drinking wine. I'm drinking beer. We're eating frozen pizza. That's our highlight on Friday nights. 
dude, usually, you know, we're going out to the bars. We're having a good time, hanging out with friends, yep. going out to eat. But, man, it, and then Saturday comes, and I wake up. I'm all chipper, like, what are we doing today? Shit, we're not doing nothing. Go mow the yard, Clay. Have fun. Like, who the hell wants to mow the yard on a Saturday, man? Not me. I know. I mow the yard throughout the week, but, man, I mean, what else? Can I go out there and trim the yard? I don't want to trim the yard on a Saturday. I want to go, like, ride four-wheelers or go hang out with friends at a bar during the day, do a little day drinking. I mean, that's just my life. Yeah. I mean, love it or hate it, but, I mean, that's just what I do. Yeah. But, I feel like, in general, this this whole lockdown, shelter-in-place, quarantine thing, it's been a lot harder on the extroverted type people, people who enjoy being around other people, you know, socializing. Yeah, that's me all day. Yeah. See, I'm more of an introvert. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, you know, I'll talk if I have to talk or I feel like I need to talk, but otherwise I'm kind but of... But I love hanging out with you on the weekends. You don't feel the same way? No, I, I love hanging out with you too, but it's because you're an extrovert also. See, if it was like a room full of introverts, we'd all just be sitting there like on our phones or we'd all just be glued to the television okay, so and nobody this, would this really is, say anything. This is why you are on this podcast is because I'm dumb and you're a genius nah. and we're oil and water. So you're saying extrovert and introvert and I'm sitting over here like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I love it. You never it. even heard. You know, you don't. No, you, just put it in my terms okay put it so out there for me extroverts are, are people people man they like they like, like hanging people. out with people yeah that's they me. like they're outgoing so what am i they like having conversations i'm, with a, I'm an extrovert you are an extrovert all right see i learned something new today and i'm an introvert okay. and that's, that's why we work well together that's all that's exactly that's why i'm here exactly okay dylan um i have another thing i want to get down on when do you when do you think when do you think our lives We'll get back to normal, if ever. I mean, there's going to be long-term consequences for this pandemic. Absolutely. Obviously. So, I want to ask you, when do you think, I know you're in the education field, and you've, you've lost your job, basically. Um, when do you think that you can get back to your normal schedule? So, actually, I just started, I, let's say I worked at, uh, I, I worked limited hours. Okay. So you're starting to get back, kinda. Four of the five days this past week. That's awesome. Yeah, um, that did was you, that did, was because students were coming back to school to kind of get the stuff that they left in their lockers. So that was the whole thing where they had to stay in their cars, they had to stay at the curb, they weren't allowed to come in the building. We had to wear masks and gloves. We bagged their stuff up from their lockers and then took it out to them one at a time. But yeah, that's. I mean, I was back at work. I'm still working from home, you know, checking emails and stuff every day. But yeah, it's definitely affected my everyday life it's affected my job just you know the same way it has a ton of americans um ton of people in the world but um yeah man this is gonna it's gonna be weird for a while and i don't think things are ever really going to get back to normal the way we knew it say in february or january until they get a vaccine made and they get it out there and people are getting vaccinated, and they feel safe again. You know what I mean? Yeah, Trump came out today and said uh, he's hoping to have one by 2020, but, I mean, who knows if that'll come true or not. I hope, I hope so. I mean, I hope so, too. But to answer that same question, I mean, my life is, like I already said, my life's been normal from the beginning of this thing. The only thing that's, you know, going to bring me back is they lifted the stay-at-home order. Yep. It's now a stay-safe order. 
so you can you can gather with under ten people. Oh, this is why we're here recording yeah. this. Right yeah, now. we're recording. Um, under ten people, and you know the restaurants. I love going out to eat, man. I mean, on the weekends, Friday and Saturday, I'm going out to eat. We're not cooking, so that's gonna that's gonna make us feel better here. So we're gonna be able to go to Roosters, have some chicken wings. But right now, it's on the patio. Patio only. Yep. And uh, but that's fine. I mean, if it's a nice day outside, I can sit on a patio. I don't mind it as long as the wind's not blowing and the birds aren't shitting. I'm fine with it. But uh, the one thing that worries me is um, traveling. Obviously, um, you know, there's still a no travel ban in Ohio. Well, it's they don't want you to travel. I mean, they can't tell you not to, but it's called a travel ban. Um, so you got all these families wanting to go on summer vacations. And, you know, sometimes you have to cancel a few months ahead to get your money back. That's the thing that worries me. So we say you want to go to Florida. Florida's open, but you're not supposed to be traveling. And some people's jobs, they're going to say, well, if you leave if you leave the state, you're going to have to quarantine when you get back. People can't do that, so they're going to have to cancel their vacations. And that's a hard thing to do because, I mean, people save up for vacations all year long. Right. I don't want to cancel mine. Yeah. No, nobody does, man. And this is this is like the worst time of year for this to be happening, too. Yeah, summer. I mean, if it happens back in December— or even starts in October. For Ohioans, right. It's yeah. not that, okay, you know, because everybody plans their vacations in June, July, and August. But yeah, it's, it's, that's going to make a, that's going to make a dent for a lot of people. Um, and then there's a, also the whole issue with, you know, if you bought plane tickets, what's, yeah. what's that process well, like? They, I've heard they give you a year. They're not giving you your money back. They just, they just give you a IOU for a year. Yeah. I'm sure some airlines do that. Also, I think I saw somewhere that certain airlines are going to start taking your temperature as you come on the plane. I mean, that's not a bad idea, I yeah. guess. So, I mean, yeah, it's going to it's going to affect a lot of people's lives thing. in a lot of ways. And you said before you get on a plane, why not take your temperature before they check you through security? Why are they even letting you go through the airport? I guess that's what I meant. Okay. Like they're not All even right. they're not even going to let you back to Okay. Yeah, I got to you. even go through security okay. until you pass the temperature test. Okay. I got you. Um Recently, we live here in Ohio. If you're not from Ohio, um, I'm sure they've got um, some kind of standard in your state as well. But Governor DeWine, our governor here in Ohio, just said that if you are going back to work, you have to wear a mask. Absolutely have to wear a mask. So I'm working with a mask right now. And this is the first time I've ever put one of these things on and had to like keep it on for a long time. Eight hours a day, I got this thing on. I'm telling you what. Talk about a pain in the freaking ass. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, and, you know, I'm wearing this thing, and I'm sweating, and I'm getting real hot. I'm getting frustrated at work. But then I think, you got nurses. You got doctors that do this every freaking day of their lives. So, they they really do deserve a round of applause because them guys, them guys, uh, I mean, they do it every day. They're saving lives. And what do you think? That's I mean, a good. That's what do you What do you think about the mask? I should say. That's a good. I mean, we both know nurses and doctors. They do it every single day, and I, I respect that because I freaking hate wearing this mask at work, dude. I'm sweating balls all day long. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, when I've been at school, I've I've been having to wear a mask uh, pretty much the whole time, and 
Yeah, I mean, is your mask the kind that goes around the ears? Or you yeah, it's the, whole it's the ears and it bugs me because I got big ears, man. Yeah, it itches like ears. hell. I got some. I got decently big ears too, but I got that same. I, mine just goes around the ears here, and it gets tight and it starts itching back there, and I just want to take it off, but I can't. But uh, yeah, man, that's a good perspective to have. These doctors and nurses, they're out here. You know, doing surgeries, inserting tubes, putting people on ventilators. Exactly. And they got the goggles. They got the masks. They're they got the I mean, scrubs. Risking they got their the, lives. They got the. They got the gloves. Unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. It's unbelievable. I can't. I, I'm glad there are people out there to do those jobs, because I couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't. I, do I couldn't. It. I, mean, I couldn't do it either. Those people are superhuman. Speaking of nurses and doctors, they've been able to keep their jobs because they're the most essential people in our country and in the world today right now at this point. Um, the unemployment rate is at 14.7%. Don't fact check me, but 14.7%. I'll take your word because that sounds pretty factual. And guess what? That's the fucking worst rate since the Great Depression. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not I heard surprising. that on the radio, so if you want to fact check me, I'm going to fucking tell you to go yell at the other people because I didn't make that up. I do think that's fact. That does sound like fact. So the unemployment rate, I mean, there's millions, millions, probably billions and trillions of dollars going out to the unemployment people right now. I know here in Ohio, people are getting $600 a week plus their unemployment from their work. So these guys are making a boatload of money right now. So here's the thing. They're getting all this money. Why the hell would they go back to work? See, that's the thing. I was, I got a buddy of mine. He works at a factory and yeah. he's been laid off for probably close to a month now. They just, um, they just emailed him this past week and said, Hey, we want you back at work on Monday. And so he's like, yeah, man, I'm going back to work on Monday. I said, how you feeling about that? He said, not good. And I said, why not? You, you, you know, you get back to work, you get, you get your job back, you get back into your, you know, your normal routine, making money. He's like, dude, I'm making more money, not working. Absolutely. I said, man, I never really thought of it like that. But yeah, that's the reality for a lot of Americans. You know, I'm not rich by any means. I'm, I'm scooting by, man. I don't make a lot of money. And I would, it, I mean, I, I'm kind of jealous at the same time, but then I'm happy I still have a job. You know what I mean? I'm happy my life hasn't changed. And thank God that these people are getting this extra $600 because they'd be struggling. So, I mean, it's it's a good thing, um, but it's also a bad thing that they lost their job. And uh, to all you people out there listening that have lost your job from the Sip and Serve podcast, we hope you guys are doing all right. We hope you guys get back to work as soon as possible and get back to your normal lives. For sure. Um. Now that we've got over the COVID-19 talk, um, we're going to kind of relay into sports being canceled. Well, it's all canceled since uh, COVID-19 is here. Um, the pandemic has ravished the sports world. And I want to start with the NBA season because that, I mean, that and the NHL, that, that's what was going on when this all started. Actually, I'm kind of pissed off that March Madness got canceled. Who isn't? Oh, my God. Who dude. is not? Dude, I had I had so much money out for these brackets, and I was so pumped up. And what didn't did the pandemic come out on like a Tuesday that the United States said everything's done? 
Because they canceled it right in the middle of an NBA game. I don't remember who was playing, but it was like yeah. two days before March Madness started on that Thursday. I remember. I don't remember who was playing either, but I remember watching that, watching that, um, that game, and it was creepy because like you you saw the the body language of the players, and after the game was over with, it was almost like you could just tell like they knew that was it. They knew that was the last game they were playing for a long, long time until who knew when. And it was just weird, man. You could even see it on the fans' faces. Yeah. They knew it. It was just, you could feel it. it was Everybody's like, got their cell phones now. So if they're there watching the game, they're just like, holy shit. They found out that they're at the last NBA game going to be played forever. For who knows how long. Who knows, yeah. Who and they're knows? like, wow, Dad, we're, I mean, they're, they're going to remember that forever. Like, if you're a little kid and you're like, Dad, what's going on? He's like, son, I don't fucking know what's going on. Nobody because. Does. Because this is the first time we've ever experienced anything like this. Like I was talking to my grandma the other day. She's like, "Hell, I don't, I don't remember any of this." You know, <laughs> you know, I've been like, I've never experienced this before. She's yeah. staying at home all by herself. The only person who goes over and sees her is my dad. Yeah. <laughs> now we talked. A little I talked bit, to her on the phone, and we talked a little bit about it before. I mean, you think of like some of the most significant events in American history. You know, World War One, the Great Depression, World War Two, Vietnam. Uh, the assassination of JFK, the Vietnam War, like whatever you want to, whatever. That's you, why you're on this show. Whatever you want to bring up, you're smart. There's never been a, there's never been something that happens in American history that has this much of a direct impact on every single American's life. You know what I mean? You you got the, we're telling people you got to go home and you got to stay there, and you you're only coming out if you absolutely have to, and if you do, you're wearing a mask. Exactly, man. If I mean, you need something crazy. to eat, if you need something to eat. Or you need toilet paper here in America. Go out there and get it. Oh. I mean, that's it. It's the only reason you're leaving. It's unbelievable. I mean, um, this is something we're going to be, you know, our kids, our grandkids, our great-grandkids, they're all going to be reading this, reading about this in history books one of these and days. And they're going to be like, what were you guys doing then? I'm be like, fuck, recording Sip and Surf podcast. What else? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, really, like, this whole, this whole quarantine, it's kind of, just gave us some time to to work on this bad Hell boy yeah. and get it up off the ground. We're off the ground, baby. We're rolling right now. Speaking of the NBA, the uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm a huge Lakers fan. They were 49 and 14, number one in the West. First time we've made the playoffs for I don't know how long. Um, last championship was with Kobe Bryant in 2009-2010 season. Rip Kobe, love you. Um, so, I, I, I think in my mind that the Lakers were going to win the title this year. And this this right here is just freaking damper in my freaking year, man. Because the Lakers are going to win the title. They were going to win it for Kobe. And I don't think anybody was going to stop them. What do you think, Dylan? Yeah, I mean, I'm not you're, – you're the NBA guy of yeah, the two of us. Yeah, I get us. it, but – You've and seen the Lakers play this year. This is the best they've looked in ten years. I wasn't. I was not going to bet against LeBron and the Lakers this year. Absolutely not. No, no reason to. No. Anthony Davis is in town. They got the best record in the NBA, and they're going. They're rolling. Kobe passes away. That only gives them more. You know, more to go after. Absolutely. You got a team that's playing inspired basketball. Exactly. Led by the the best player in the NBA. A. Mm. The best current player in the NBA. One of the best current players in the NBA. There you go. All right. I I don't want to get on that. Keep going. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I just they they were playing some damn good basketball, and I wasn't about to I wasn't about to say that they were not going to win the NBA championship this year. 
Yeah, I mean, um, I think it was going to be them and the Bucks, Giannis versus LeBron, and I really do think LeBron was just going to manhandle him because Giannis, he's he's just not there yet. I mean, he's great. He's averaging 30, like 30, 10, and 10, whatever he's averaging. It's close to that. Um, but LeBron in the finals, that young kid don't have a chance, not at all, in my mind. And we got Anthony Davis. He's the best upcoming player in the NBA, and he's playing with LeBron, like you said, one of the top players in the NBA. Yeah, that's that's a that's up for debate. Um so I mean we got I think we got the top two uh the best duo in the NBA by far. Fair enough. Um anyways, getting away from the NBA. Dylan, I know you and Corey, you can get in on this one. Um you guys are huge Cincinnati Bengals fans. We got the kid coming out of Athens, Ohio, 740, getting drafted number one NFL draft to your team. In the Bengal stripes this year, how are you guys feeling about that? Couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier with that pick. I bet. Dude, he's he's proven to everybody in the country, I think, that he's the best quarterback. He was the best quarterback in the draft this year, without question, going first overall. He I think he's the he's he's the right guy to bring that Cincinnati team back into relevance, back into, you know, being on the hunt for a playoff spot and hopefully advancing on after that. But all the footage I've watched of him, all the press conferences, I mean, the dude is just extremely composed. He seems like he's got all the athletic tools. He seems like he wants to succeed. I mean, Andy Dalton, they released Andy, and he took off for for Dallas. So Joe Burrow is the man. He is – I mean, if if the Bengals played tomorrow – he would be their starting quarterback without question. So I mean, for me, I'm happy with the pick, and I think he's he's he is the guy to bring Cincinnati back into relevance. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was definitely the right pick at number one. Um, the biggest thing, another thing on top of Joe Burrow is their defense. Uh, they went out and very uncommon for the Bengals and spent a bunch of money on their defense on free agency. They've, I think they've spent more on free agency this year in the last five years combined. So, I mean, they're looking to improve, and I'm pretty excited for this year. You guys can fact-check me, but did they also beef up their offensive line? They made a lot of moves, okay. and, and they really yeah, – I thought they, they did. They made a concerted effort to put some pieces around Joe. Exactly. And to put some guys in front of him that can really protect him and give him some time I remember, to see the field. I remember seeing that on ESPN after the draft. They're like, they're trying to protect this young kid. They're not trying – they're trying to build him up, not throw him to the wolves. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, you got Mixon. If A.J. Green comes back, I don't know what – I don't know what he's doing. Is he coming back or what? They're saying – they're saying he's, he's going to be back. healthy. All right, so A.J. Green's coming back. You got Boyd out there. I mean, didn't you guys draft a wide receiver in the second round? Yep. Uh, so there's another weapon. From Clemson. Yep. I forget his name. What is his name? Higgins? Yeah, T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Yep, yep that's it. So, I mean, he's got weapons. Um, so you beefed up your offensive line. You got your running back. Is he holding out? I heard he might have been holding out. Yeah, he wants a new contract because he's on his fifth year of his rookie deal. Okay. So hopefully he comes back because Mixon's a dog. He's just getting he beat is. up. He's just getting beat up because offensive line was terrible. That nobody nobody could run behind that that line mm. that the Bengals had last year. Plus, no, I also feel bad for Andy Dalton. Yeah, he he's not a bad quarterback. No, he's not, and he's he's not a 
he's not a, an upper echelon quarterback, no. I don't think, but he could be a starter somewhere. He's the best quarterback the Cowboys have. Well, he's the only quarterback they got. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they great got, point. They got Dak. Well, not yet. Well, yet. I, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons that the Cowboys signed him was to Yeah, give him, they give ain't him got him leverage. yet. Yeah. He hasn't signed that uh, franchise tag. I, he don't want to sign the franchise tag because the son of a bitch wants $36 million a year. Yeah. No, they offered him 36 and it said it wasn't enough, correct? Yeah. I'll take right. that back. Okay. But I, I did, yeah, I mean, I, this is kind of off topic, but I thought Andy got a bad rap when he was in Cincinnati. He didn't have much of a line protecting him in the last couple of, couple of years. Um, they couldn't get anything going on the ground. Therefore, he couldn't do anything in the air. And then there, you know, the, the biggest knock on Andy, I feel like, is he never won a playoff game. Well, I remember that, that game against the Steelers when, Vontez Burfick just imploded and basically lost the whole game for him. I mean, there's a lot of things that happened that were out of Andy's control, but I feel like he's he's kind of the one that had to take the fall for it. Yeah, when he was healthy and, heck, uh, there four or five years ago, he started out 8-0. Heck, he was in the conversation for MVP until he dove for a loose ball, fighting for his team, trying to get the ball back, and broke his finger and was out for the rest of the year. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. So, swinging from the Bengals, let's jump into your guys' Ohio State suckeyes. Um, jump into college football. I'm not a Ohio State fan, if you guys don't know. I love I love Michigan. Um, not as much as a couple of my buddies. Um, they'll probably be on here talking Michigan football at some point, but uh, they're diehards. I just watch them on the weekends. Um, college football, boys. What if these colleges – I've seen a couple – close and I've seen a couple open so is college football season at risk because if they don't have a college football season these schools are are going to go down they're going to go down real quick because that's the money maker oh for sure the number one money making sport at most D1 colleges is football absolutely without a question and let's talk Ohio State because you guys are Ohio State fans um sorry Buck sorry um even though it's his birthday yeah he's still going to be pissed yeah um so, Ohio State, the shoe, full house almost every game. If they if they come in even with half the fans, dude, they're losing so much money. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm, let me just speak in generalities here. Um, I feel like I think his name is Mark Emmert. He's the uh, he's the president of NCAA. So he, I feel like he's come out and said that unless. Every Division One uh, college in the country has students attending college on campus. Unless that's happening, then sports is a no-go. I mean, you can't expect, and it, it's his argument that you can't expect colleges, Division One colleges to have a college football season if you're not letting every student on campus for the for the school year yeah. for the academic semester, yeah. you know what I mean. So if that's the case, then man, it's a wormhole because some states might allow kids on campus and some states might not. So does that mean you have some states playing football and some states not playing football? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you were you were talking earlier. Sorry to cut you off. You were talking earlier about um, um, L. A. and how stringent they are about their shelter-in-place laws and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like the Lakers and the Warriors and the Kings, 
if they come back, LA's shut down. They yeah. said they're not opening up until a vaccine. So to branch off that, go ahead with what you're going to say. Well, I think what I heard was USC and Alabama, they've already canceled their opener, yeah, which see? is going to be a blockbuster. It's, it's falling apart already. Right. And it, so I'm yeah. not happy with it. I mean, yeah, with California shut down, you got LSU, USC, um, all those guys, they can't have home games pretty much. Same with Ohio State. Yeah, I was about to say they play Oregon. Yeah, that's what I was going to get said. Ohio State week three, they play at, or- uh, at Oregon. And right now, Oregon's got a thing that says any events in the fall, it's going to be significantly less people. So that means the big date with Ohio State at Oregon is going to be significantly less and, people. Okay, so let's put ourselves in Ohio State's position. You're flying out west, long flight. You land in Oregon. You walk into the stadium, you're getting pumped for the game like you would every other day. But then on game day, you run out that tunnel and there's and there's no one there. Crickets. I mean, how do you get pumped up to play a game and there's no one I mean, there's no crowd noise, man. I mean, what do you do to get yourself pumped up? I mean, it's all mentally at that point. Yeah, I mean, for me personally, like I can't really I'm not a division one athlete. I can't really I don't know, it's it's hard for me to say. But I'd like to say that I would be just as just as ready to play in that situation. I mean, I'm still suiting up. I'm still taking the field. We're still playing a game. Like I'm still expected to perform, even if this even if the stadium is not full of screaming fans. I mean, I'd like to say that I'm going to be just as motivated to play well. But I can't say that for sure because you know it does change things without fans in the stands. It does it does change the dynamic and it. If that happens, if we do, if we, you know, if in September and October we are watching college football primetime games and there's no fans in the stands, how weird is that going to be? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like um, Saturday mornings during college football season, especially early, you know, we like to get together. We like to have a cookout, drink a little beer, high state Michigan play. Let's just, let's just say a high state Michigan because that's one of the biggest games of the year. So say we're still at that point in November, which we probably will be, no fans. We get together to tailgate for that game, and then we we turn on the game to watch it. We're all just looking at each other like, this isn't any fun. You know what I mean? I mean, we're going to have fun. Yeah. But the players, I mean, if you're not, if you're looking at the TV and you're not seeing those yellow and blue pom-poms going crazy. You're not seeing the tailgaters out there. You're not seeing the Buckeye guy with his face painted yelling in the camera on the front row. I mean, you're not seeing fists being thrown in the crowd because that's High State Michigan. It's not going to be. It's just not going to be as good of a season. It's 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 going to be different for sure. It's it's not going to be the same. You're you're right about that. But I mean, hopefully, if it if it comes to that, hopefully they can at least still play the game because that's going to be better than nothing. You know. No. Yeah. It's. I mean, we were talking about this before we went live. So, say the NBA season comes back, okay, and say they just go to the playoffs. Season's over. One through eight. East and West, the Lakers got the 12 o'clock game on a Saturday, and they start the playoffs. They play the Grizzlies. Game one, how many viewers do you think they'll have? First first sports that are back, and they have game one. I, I mean, I there's so many people in the world who love sports. They're freaking watching water polo from three years ago that happened in Germany right They're now. They're watching the Russian professional dart league. Exactly. Korean baseball. Yeah. yeah, man. So like, th- these people are going to tune in. So I'm thinking, you know, the Super Bowl, I mean, they've got millions, probably six, seven million plus. I'm not sure. Don't fact check me. 
But this NBA playoff game, you know, they probably pull, I don't know, $2.5 million. They're going to pull at least six, seven, just like the Super Bowl did. That's just me. I mean, it's think yeah. about it. We would all watch it. Who would? What? What? Even what casual sports fan wouldn't watch it if it was on? Yeah. What else is there to watch right now? Nothing. What else is there to watch nothing. in the sports realm? There's nothing else to watch. I mean, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you tune in? I mean, I would much rather watch LeBron and company play a uh, draw Morant drunk. Ja, ja Morant. Ja. Ja. That's a sweet name. Ja. From the Grizzlies. Um, and Lakers are going to smoke their ass probably uh, 4-0 uh, clean sweep. But why wouldn't you want to Why wouldn't you want to watch that? Would you rather be watching, like you said, a Korean throwing a 65-mile-an-hour fastball into the plate? No, we're not watching you that. You got to give those guys some credit, man. That's that's the third best baseball league in the in the world behind MLB and Japanese. Just saying. <laughs> Sounds like you did a little bit of research. I mean, I've heard some things. Okay, well, Korean baseball. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm still, sorry for. Still, I'm I, sorry for disrespecting you, Korean baseball. You guys are awesome. Your point's well taken. But uh, that's enough about Korean baseball. Let's let's shift away from that a little bit. I'd really like to hear from the listeners. We got any uh, got any questions down there, Rolski? Yeah, you want me to bring us in? Yeah, bring it on in there. All right. Well, let me throw a dip in real quick. No free ads on this show. Well, we got tonight. But we're going to go with a little Grizzly Wintergreen. Okay. All right. Nothing but the best. You know, when I started chewing this shit in high school, it was like $1.99 a can. It's almost $5 now. Inflation, man. Unfucking believable Is that the pouch? That's the pouch. Okay. I don't like getting all messy anymore. Less of a mess. Yeah. Anyways. Gotcha. Anyways, sorry. Uh, one of our main goals here on the Sip and Serve podcast is staying connected with the listeners. And every week, we're going to be taking questions weekly via email, DM, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook Messenger. We prefer email, but um, if you want to send a DM, that's fine. Our email is at sipandservepod at gmail.com. And guys, anything is on the table. We will answer anything. Um, you can send in would you rathers, hypotheticals. Anything is on the table. Dirty, clean, doesn't matter. We're going to answer them. Also, throughout the weeks, um, after an episode, me and Dylan are going to be posting polls. Who answered the question of the week better? And we're going to put DG or Rolski, and you guys are going to vote. And then the next week, uh, we're going to have like a walk of shame, kind of. The other person is going to dog the other guy, so that'll be fun. Um, nice. You like that? You like you like the you like that a little bit? That was a new one on me. Yeah, I, I like it. So the other guy's going to have like uh, fifteen seconds just to say what he wants to say about Dylan, how he answered the question. It'll be fun, or it could be me. He's going to be yelling at me. Um, also, we're also going to be taking and making phone calls. So at the moment, um, we're not going to be taking any phone calls, but we want you guys to send us videos. In our DMs or email would be great and do a video question and we'll, you'll be able to hear your voice. It'll be like a phone call. You can hear your voice over the air and we'll answer your questions that way. Either way you want to do it is fine. But at this time, I want to get into our questions and Corey with a K, he's going to read them off to me and Dylan and we're going to answer them uh, the best we can. All right. So first question is from Jamie. If you were shipwrecked on a desert island and all you all your human needs were taken care of 
food, water, clothing, etc. What two things would you take with you? Dylan, I'm going to take this one. Go. Is that go all right with it. you? Yeah, you go ahead. I'll, I'll gather my thoughts. So we're recording this on a Friday. Last night was the Survivor finale. There we go. What do you mean, here we go? Yeah, you're always talking about Survivor. Yeah, I love Survivor. Anyways, so my Survivor instincts kicked in when I heard this question. So there's two things I want to have when I'm on this deserted island. One, I want to have a way to start fire, either matches or a lighter. I want to be able to make a fire to stay warm, okay? Two, I want to have a shelter. I don't want to build it because I'm not going to have tools, okay? So I want to take a tent. For one, to be comfortable sleeping and to stay dry. So I want to be warm and I want to have shelter. I think I answered that pretty well. What do you think? That's <clears throat> that's that's okay. Is that solid? That's acceptable. You don't like it. I can see I it mean, in your face. I mean, it's obviously not how I, I would answer. I can't I, wait I to got, hear what you got to say. I got my own answer. I can't wait to hear it. Okay. So Say it. Speak it. The first thing I'm going to bring is a... Is a bit as big of a ball of string as I can find. I need string. I need a lot of string, or twine, or whatever you you know, rope even. But I need, I need some kind of string. Because here's what I'm gonna do with it. You alluded to shelter. That's why you're bringing a tent, right? You didn't want to build your shelter. You're just gonna bring a tent. Exactly. I'm not bringing the tent. Okay. I'm building my shelter. So what I'm gonna do gonna, is, you, okay, you're gonna build it with the string. I'm gonna gather up. Some some logs and some tree branches and sticks and you know hopefully it's like a you know there's some palm trees I get some palm branches whatever and I'm gonna tie them all together that's gonna create my roof I'm with you in addition to helping me build my roof I can also use the string to kind of like make a bow and arrow type thing for some hunting help hunt me down some wild game even maybe do some bow fishing you ever hunted in your life um. Yeah, I did. What'd you go hunting for? Crawdads. <laughs> did you shoot them with a string? No, I caught them. Caught them with a net. I've been with you. <laughs> so anyway, I'm going to make a... This is survival conditions, man. I got you, man. Go, let's go. Just because I ain't shot an, a 12-pointer doesn't mean I can't... You know, this is, I just I'm wanted, trying to survive. I just want to know if you've ever been hunting. No, I haven't. Okay, let's go. So anyway, I'm going to make a bow and arrow with some of that string. And I'm also... I'm going to create a fire starter. Let me explain how that works. If you don't have a lighter, yeah, then you got to create friction to make fire. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to use that same bow that I hunt with. I'm going to put a stick upright down on the ground, and then I'm going to use that bow, and I'm just going to move the bow string across that vertical stick back and forth real, real fast. And I'm going to create a bunch of friction down there at the bottom where it's touching the ground, Yeah. and I'm hoping that creates enough heat to make a spark, and there's your fire. So, ball of string, ball of number string. one. Number two, I'm just going to bring a bucket. I don't know what it's for, really. I just figure it's going to come in handy. I got I got to collect water. Oh, shit. Hell, I might use this as a toilet every now and then. You never know. I mean, I just, I feel like a bucket's going to come in handy. Collecting water, collecting, you know, putting stuff in. I don't know. I tell you what, I'm just going to say this. 
you better hope this question is not our featured question. And the fans vote on this because you're going to get fucking slammed next week. Well, I, you know. Walters, next question. All right, question two is from Kevin. I have 20 years experience at my job. Why do I have to have a diploma to move up in the corporate world? I.e., young kid just graduated with a diploma, diploma gets a job over me. I got this one. Kevin, quit your job. Walk away. If a kid that has a diploma is getting a job above you and you got 20 years experience on the job, quit the job. Walk away. Rolski. Dylan, uh, you answered that great, and I have the same answer, but I'm going to go a little bit more into it because I'm going to be pissed off. So I'm going to quit, and then on my way out, I'm going to tell my boss to kiss my ass. Then I'm gonna say on my way out, I'm gonna see my the other employees and that kid. I'm gonna tell him this: kiss my ass, kiss his ass, kiss your ass. Happy fucking Hanukkah. Next question. <laughs> All right. Next question is from Clinton. Would you rather lose a leg or never have sex for the rest of your life? You know what, Dylan? You want this one? I mean, I'll, I, I'll take it. I know what to say, but. I'll take you it. You go ahead and slam this So, one. uh, I've been married for a little under a year now. No kids yet. Uh, but that's, that's the plan. Kids are the plan. So we eventually want to have kids. Um, you know, birds and the bees, man. You got to have sex. Sex has to happen in okay. order, on, in order for kids to be made. That's how that works. Okay, so, Dylan. So I'm going to just say, here, take my leg. Whichever leg, pick a leg, any leg. You mind if I? How about me and you answer this together? I mean, you just threw out great, great no, answer. No idea what you're thinking down there, but I'll give I'm, it a shot. I'm, I mean, I'm on your page. That's why I want to answer it together. I'll lose a leg also. Okay. And I also want to say, if you're straight, if you're a straight man, and you like you like females, I mean, who doesn't love sex? Right. I, I mean, mean, I mean, yeah. you're, you went, you went, you know, you went, you went on the right route with the birds and the bees, but I'm just going to straight up say it. I mean, who doesn't like sex? I love sex. Yeah. But also, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want kids too. I mean, it takes a lot of practice. I mean, I've been, I've been practicing, but also getting off the sex. I mean, these prosthetic legs nowadays, they're next level. These doctors, what they're coming up with nowadays I mean, you can do anything you want with the new prosthetic legs. I mean, you can play basketball. You can run on the track. You can do it. I mean, you're still active. Um, so you're going to be slower, but you're still going to be able to do what you want to do. So I'm willing to lose my leg to be able to have a family, like you said, and uh, be able to enjoy life still with a prosthetic leg. Well, Can I answer that okay? I I, think I like that answer. But okay. let me ask you this, though. If you say you lost your leg, let's say they took your uh, your your let's say they took your right leg. I'd above, be devastated above the knee. Of course, it'd be devastating. Be like you know losing a good buddy. But yeah, what what couldn't you do? I know you'd be able to do most things in life. You know, go for walks and run and things like that. But like, what couldn't? <sighs> what would you not be able to do? Okay, depends on not. Would you be able to drive? That. Dude, you read my mind. Sorry. They better take if you. They better take if they took your right leg. Let's say because that's that's what I hit the gas and the brake with is my right leg. I'm sure you probably do too, right? Yeah. Okay. 
So say they took your right leg and now you got a prosthetic. Question is, would you be able to drive? I mean, that would, I think that would feel weird. Would you be able to tell, you know, would you be able to get that? You wouldn't be able to get that feel, would you? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I mean, even with years of experience. So let's say that. Let's say they took your right leg. Would you, you probably wouldn't be able to drive. And then what else couldn't you do? I mean, I'm trying to think right now. Driving, driving's a big one. Yeah. Let's say you're, you're right-handed. Like right, you're a right, you're right-handed. Could you hit a baseball if you didn't have a right leg? Is that possible? So like, could you go to the batting cages with your kid one day? You're talking about take hit, some take some swings. You're talking about digging in the dirt. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know either. Anyways, that's something for you listeners to think about. If you can answer this question better, what can't you do? Send us an email. We'd love to hear it. We'll say it on the next pod. Next question. Uh, the next question's from. Uncle Buck, what? I'm going to interrupt you. I'm sorry. For those of you that don't know Uncle Buck. You got to give him a shout out. You are you are not going to want to miss the episode when he is a guest. I'm just telling you that right now. It's going to be live. <laughs> this guy is something else. Um, He's next level. Don't, don't miss the episode when Uncle Buck's on. Go ahead, Corey. Yep, and also as we're recording this, we're actually recording this on his birthday. So happy birthday, Uncle Buck. Happy birthday, happy Uncle Buck. Happy birthday, Buck. Buck! So his, Levi! <laughs> so his question is, what is your go-to snack after an all-night rager? I got this. Go ahead. I got this. Like I said earlier in the pod, I live for the weekends, okay? So these rage I wouldn't say ragers, okay? I don't go to parties anymore. I'm 29 years old, okay? But back in my day, I went to a lot of parties, but whatever. Let's talk now. I'm 29 years old, so say we've been... Um, out to the bar and we get a DD on the way home because we don't condone drinking and driving on this not. podcast. Of course not. Um, we made it home safely and I walk into the house. So just listeners, picture this. My skinny, lanky ass waddling through the, through the house, making it to the kitchen, slamming into the refrigerator, back to the bar table, almost knocking it over, and then I open up that freezer. First thing I'm going after after uh all-nighter 50 pack of tostinos pizza rolls pepperoni i don't like the combination go ahead did you have something to say a 50 pack now listen to me yeah i said a 50 pack now when you come home your stomach doesn't know what it can take if you're drunk if you're i mean if you're intoxicated you're ready to freaking eat and you're over there laughing but you know i'm right you're ready just to smash and go to sleep so I'm taking that 50 pack. I'm not saying I'm going to eat them all, but I'm taking that 50. <laughs> You're laughing, but I'm being serious, dude. Dude, 50, for 50 me, pizza rolls no, is a lot of No, pizza for me rolls. and my wife, there's two. Okay, well, you didn't specify that. Okay, yeah, me and my wife, sorry. So me and my wife, we're going to grab this 50 pack. We're putting them in the oven. We're cooking them, bringing them out nice and crispy. Make sure that the pepperoni is falling out the sides and is brown on top. Don't eat an undercooked pizza roll. Please don't do that. It's not the right way to do it. And don't microwave them, idiots. Got to be the oven. Got to be the oven. Toaster oven is preferable. Okay, so I'm getting the pizza rolls out, and I'm going into the cabinet for my side dish. I'm grabbing Lay's wavy plain chips with a side of ketchup, and I'm dipping my chips into ketchup. Chips and ketchup. 
with my pizza rolls. That's my rager go-to. Yes, I dip my chips. Chips and ketchup? Yes, absolutely. Chips and ketchup is where it's at. If you haven't tried it, you have to. I mean, Don't I, knock it till you try it. I haven't tried it, but Dude. now that you mention it, it makes sense. I mean, we dip fries in ketchup. Exactly. People were like, ooh, that's disgusting. Try it, people. You'll love it. Mm. You heard it here first. Actually, they make chips, the chip ketchup flavor, so someone's done it before, but yeah. I love it. Go ahead. Makes sense. Well, I'm going straight to Taco Bell, and I'm getting a cheesy gordita crunch. I'm getting a chicken quesadilla, and I'm getting a beefy quesarito. Boom. Done. Okay. Okay. But here's my argument. What if you're drunk and you can't make it to Taco Bell? Uh, we're well, talking this household is all, items. This is all. This is all assuming I have a, a DD, or you know, we're taking an Uber or a Lyft. Okay, because we like don't that. condone drinking and driving on this podcast. Okay, I can agree with that because I can get down with a soft taco and a steak quesadilla all day. Okay, good answer, dude. I like it. You're talk. You're asking me if well, I'm at the house. Yes. What would you go? I know you got a sweet tooth, dude. Would it be sweets or would you go for something else? The first thing I'm scouring the house for. Do we have any cookies? Are there any cookies here? Yeah. If we do have cookies, is there any milk? If there's no milk, then I need to reassess. Do we have any brownies? Are there any Little Debbies? If not Little Debbies, are there any Hostess cakes? What kind? What time of year is it? Are there Christmas trees available? Is this close to Easter? Are there any Easter cakes? Okay, is it is it close to Valentine's Day? <laughs> do we have cakes. the Valentine's cakes? Available. Oh, man, you're cracking me up right now. Right, is it just cosmic brownies that we're looking at? Okay. If none of that's on hand, then I'm probably just going to get the bread, the peanut butter, and the jelly out, and I'm making a big, a big triple decker PB and J. Triple decker. Triple decker. And that's how I'll close. Okay. I mean, it's, I mean, it's your, it's your after party rage or whatever. Next question. All right. Next question's from Kara. Thoughts on man thongs? Sexy or uncomfortable? Necessary, rewarding. You know, first thought, just let me roll. I'm rolling right off the dome here. First thought, when I think of man thongs, there's only two types of men in the world that come to my mind. Bodybuilders and Chippendales. Well, I'm neither of those. So, well, 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 hold on. I guess there was this one time. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there was this one time I might have been in Chippendale for a night on my bachelor party, but that's a whole other story for a different day. That's a different episode. Yeah, that's a whole different episode. But anyway, no, I don't think they're sexy. No, they can't be comfortable. I can't imagine my twig and berries being tucked up tight and hanging out the side. So there's no freaking way I'm wearing a man thong. That's my answer. Bodybuilders and Chippendales. That's it. Yeah, for me personally, I'm never, you're never ever going to catch me in a man thong, ever. Yeah, probably I'm me. just not that, I'm not that kind of guy. I don't have that kind of personality. Now, as far as them being necessary, no, I don't think they're ever necessary. Are they rewarding? Let me just tell you this. I've, I've been to a few beaches on a few vacations in my life, and I have never, I have never seen a man under the age of 55 in a man thong. It just seems like everybody I see in a man thong, they're all like in their upper 50s, early 60s. They they usually have a lot of chest hair. They usually have a pretty thick silver gold chain hanging down. And they don't really look all that good 
we're all that comfortable in. Them. Probably on the Jersey Shore. I mean, pretty, Uncle Nino. Pretty close to you Jersey You know Uncle Shore. Nino? I don't know Uncle Nino. <laughs> he wears man thong. Anyway. But anyway, yeah, no, not about them. Yeah, man, that's enough about man thongs. We're always going to end the show with the question of the week. The grand freaking finale yes. of them all. The importance of the question of the week cannot be overstated. The 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 person who can claim title to the question of the week is basically the king of the episode or queen. Doesn't matter. They are the champion of the episode. Absolutely. They have won the week. All right. So this is a big deal. I mean, here we are. This is this is the inaugural first ever episode of the Sip and Serve podcast. And you and I are sitting here about to answer this question. This is a big deal. This person, I assume it's a guy. I'm, I have a feeling he's going to come back next episode with just as good of a question, if not better. I'm hoping we're not reading his name again next week. Not taking anything away from him, but it's a big deal. And people... Get creative. Send him in, people. Knock this guy off his freaking high horse. Without further ado, Corey, take us in. And now, for your question of the week from the Sip and Serve Podcast Studios. At the head coaching position, he goes by the name of If you are standing in an open field with no weapons and a horde of pissed off five-year-olds started attacking you, how many could you take out before they overthrew you? What a fantastic question. Now, now people... There are layers. everybody, Everybody had a great question, but this one took the cake. And I'm going to take the lead on this one, okay? So before I answer this, I want to I want to do what Dylan said. I'm going to put it in layers. So we're in an open field. I can run away from five year olds. They're not very they're not very fast. So let's cut it up. Let's put it in like a uh, I don't know a small square. So how about how about we put it in like a uh, what do you think? What's a good what's a good size square for these five year olds to come at me in? Uh, 30 by 30? Yeah, 30 something by 30. Like 30 by 30 square, okay? So you can't just throw 100 of them at me at once. Let's do it in hordes. So horde one is five kids. Send five kids at me at one time. And the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to turn into Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, I'm going to have some fun with this. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to crack a fucking bear and I'm going to hand out a few Stone Cold Stunners. And if you don't like that, then hell Yeah! Okay, that's what I'm going to do. So, so the first horde. That's the first wave. Yeah, first wave. You got no problem with. Yeah, yeah. Don't matter. Send them in at me. I'm going. I'm going. I'm just going to stone cold stunner all of them, and they're going to probably be on my back, and I'm still going to stun these kids. And then the last person that's on my back, I'm just going to like swing him over, and I'm going to give him a stunner. And I, I mean, I can carry a few five year olds. They don't weigh very much. I'm not very strong, but I can do it. Okay, so horde two comes in. How big? Ten. We're gonna go five every time. Okay. So horde, horde two comes in. Okay. So there's there's five more. I'm probably not gonna be able to do wrestling moves, but I can I can still fight these kids off. It's it's not hard because I mean if you think about it, I mean 
you give a kid, and now listen to me, I don't condone hitting children, okay? This is just for the fun of the question. It's the question. It's the question. So I barely hit a five-year-old cold, five-year-old kid in the freaking forehead. I can flick him in the forehead, he's going to start crying because I can flick pretty freaking hard. So he's, I mean, it's not hard. 10's not going to be a problem. We go to 15. Now I'm probably going to have to start, you know, maybe wrestling him off my legs, and I'm going to have to maybe throw a basketball elbow like I'm fighting in the post, okay? But I can still fight him off. 15, man, you got five, you know, five from each side, front, right, left. They're coming at me. I mean, if, I, if I'm if i swinging hard enough, I can take them, I think. Because you, I mean, okay, let's just move on. 20, this is where it gets interesting. Five from the back, five from the front, five right, five left. They're coming from all different angles. So say five come at me. And they eat five on my right leg, five on my left leg. Now I'm in, might be in a little trouble because I don't have my balance. Five coming at me from the chest, five from the back. Now my my strategic strategic strategy here would be I'm throwing I'm haymaking these kids. I'm punching the shit out of them. So come at me and I'll do it like <laughs> dude. I'll do it like a swing, like a tornado, and I'm punching all of them. And then there's gonna be a few left on my leg. I'm going to get um, one leg free, and then I'm just going to stomp them. Stomp them into the ground. Done. My horde is going to, or my game is going to end on horde five. I think 25 kids would just overthrow me. I don't think I'd be able to take them any longer. Because the other thing you got to think about, if you fought off five, 10, 15, 20, you've already fought off four. I'm tired. Yeah, exactly. I'm tired. You're drained. 25 is going to take me down. And people are going to be like, "Roll, you're so skinny. Dude, you're so weak. You couldn't take 20. Watch me. Send them at me. If it's life and death, I mean, um, you got no choice. One by one. Yeah. One by one, they're going down. I mean, think about it, man. A five-year-old kid, dude, he's going to cry if I push him to the ground. He's not going to want to get back in the fight. Well, if if Austin were here, I'd like to ask him, you know, what type of five-year-olds are we talking about here? Are these kids Mountain Dude up? <laughs> Have they been at the Julio's Pizza up there in the Shawnee Lanes doing a little bowling? Yeah, I mean, are absolutely. they are they ready to go? What about energy drinks? Are they hopped up on the freaking energy drinks nowadays? Get, their hearts are racing. What kind of sugar is in their system? Oh what kind God. of caffeine are we looking at? Boys, are we looking at girls? Is it the end of the school day? They better is not be girls. I'm, I'm pulling their hair. When girls fight, that's all they do is pull their hair, each other's hair. So come at me. I don't have no hair. I'm you got to fight dirty. I'm it's, pulling the shit out of your hair. It's do or die. What do you got? How many whores can you survive? All right, so. That first horde, I don't think is going to be a problem. Not at all. Are, you, think, are you doing any wrestling moves just to practice? Well, what I thought I would do is the first kid that gets to me, you know, I, I might just open hand slap him. <laughs> and then I'm going to pick him up. I'm going to pick him up and hold him by the, like, upper body. And I'm just going to I'm gonna swing him around. And legs. I'm going to use their feet uh, and legs yeah. as a weapon. That's a, that's a good answer. And I'm just going to floor the rest of them. So you're doing, like, a bear hug. But you're also swinging her legs at the same time. Yes. So you kind of you're kind of using a wrestling move. I like it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Not as good as a stone cold stoner, but still a wrestling move. What do you got for horde two? What are we gonna do with ten? So kind of the way I'm gonna operate on this is I'm gonna take care of the ones I can see first, and then I'm gonna worry about if there's any behind me. I'm gonna worry about those later. So I don't know if in this this horde of ten, I don't know if there's any coming from behind me or not, but um, any any of them that I can see, this is when I'm going to start throwing hands, okay? I'm just going to start swinging, kicking, fighting dirty, doing whatever I got to do. But I'm confident I can get through 
the 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 horde of ten without without much issue. So horde of ten, no problem. Now fifteen is where I'm going to start to struggle because I don't know if you know this about me. I've never been in a real a real fight before. I've been in a few shoving matches, you know, out on the out on the playground, sixth grade, over basketball games, or whatever. But I've never been in an all out fist fight. Yeah, so, me either. I'm pretty weak. I yes. probably get my ass kicked. So this 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 group of 15 is where I'm going to start to struggle. But if it's me or them, then I just I think the adrenaline's going to be pumping. I'm going to feel no pain, and I'm just going to do whatever I got to do. I'm just do whatever I got to do to survive. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know. You know, I, I don't, I don't know, but I'm confident I can get through that, that, that round of 15. Now, when the 20 come, that's probably where it ends for me. What'd you make it to 25? I thought I could take 25 cause they're coming from every way. Dude, you're way stronger than me. You can kick 20 kids ass. That doesn't mean anything. I mean, we're fighting here. You gotta be aggressive. I know that, but there's Pull your no- inner, dude, you love Rocky. Rocky never gave up. I do love Rocky. Dude, man. just throw jabs, dude. I just I don't have any good moves, man. I don't watch wrestling like you. You know, I just I wish we had a wrestling ring and it was like a Royal Rumble. I'd toss these kids over that top rope so easy, dude. <laughs> God, they wouldn't stay the chance. All right, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for us. This is the end of the show. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Surf Pod. And also like us on Facebook. Our email is sipandservepod at gmail.com. Do not forget to take Austin off his throne. Send us those questions for episode two. We will read them. Anything goes. Austin, bring it again next week. Appreciate everybody listening. Stay safe and healthy out there. This is DG. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm Rolski. Stay hot. Stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast.